<laughs> the voice you are listening to comes to you courtesy of the never-ending nightmare. They call me Crazy Steve. And I, I am telling you to listen, listen up, and listen good to the Ringside Podcast. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Woo! You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Eric Cornish. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. And I'm Eric Cornish. All right, guys. We have got so much to talk about. <laughs> um, this originally was going to start off being a, and still will, just a WrestleMania recap, review, discussion show. But unfortunately, as we're recording this, it is um, <clears throat> back to the future Endeavor game. And uh, we have to uh, address a lot of releases from the WWE. Um, literally one year today, exact th- same thing happened, and uh, we we discussed that on the show and seeing what their future holds and what it what it entails. And now, um, wow, what a what a day it is! Sad day as we're recording this. It's just one of those uh, one of those things that happens. You know, it's going to happen, and uh, and it does, and you know. It's, it, we'll move on from it. Yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot. I, I, every year I remember, but for some reason this year I was just oblivious to it. And then I saw the news start rolling out and I was like, oh, yeah. But that's got to be the name of the episode, Daniel. Back to the future, dot, 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 endeavored. <laughs> it, it only makes sense. It's perfect. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where, Two years ago, they didn't do anything in this normal time of year because of because of the launch of the new company AEW, um, and then they, of course, did did last year and um, and and you know uh, the company I work for, Impact, I think benefited the most from it because they were mm-hmm. able to pick up and what they were able to do uh, from that. AEW picked up a few this year. Now, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I'm I think all of these people. For the most part, pretty much, I mean, we can go do a list of them. We can give our opinion. But I think for the most part, pretty much everyone's going to land somewhere. They're talented enough to land on one of the one of the at AEW, Impact, ROH, you know, and maybe even locally here at OVW. I mean, there's, there's new TV deals yeah. there as well. You know, these people can come in for some for some uh, time frame. And, and who knows, maybe our owners have already reached – new owners, investors have already reached out to these guys and said, hey – what can it take to get your OVW starting in July 14th? So we- now this this is how I look at it because you know, this, like I said, this does happen every year. Uh, there there was a stretch there where they didn't do it for a while, and I think that's kind of when Linda was doing a lot of political stuff and didn't want to, you know, 
didn't want to cut a bunch of jobs when she was trying to, you know, be that, right. that, that person. But, um, you know, usually in this list is just like every other list too, for me, because I look at it and there's always usually a bunch of people and you go, yeah, I get it. I get it. If they're not, if they're paying these people to do what they're doing right now, why have them on the payroll? And, and it's not, it's not something that you have to do spitefully. It's not something that you have to, I don't care how much revenue you're making as a company. If you're paying a bunch of guys and girls to sit around and do nothing, then you don't, you don't need them on the payroll. That's just business. But there's always one or two that go, could they have made money with them? Uh-huh. And, and this list is no different. There's, there's one or two on this list that I go, I, I, I think they had money here that they're leaving on the table. Uh, but then again, you don't know what's what's going on behind the scenes. There could be other things too. So I, th- I think that's where we are on this list too. That's exactly what I was going to say. A lot of people are like, "Oh, WWE is stupid for letting Samoa Joe go," but we still don't know what the extent of his injury is. That's the that big one been, for me. Yeah, yeah. That could have been the one where they're like, "You know what? We're never going to clear you." Just like we weren't going to clear Christian. Just like there, you know, we've had other guys staying. We weren't going to clear him. So go over that. I mean, it could have been mutual for all we know. I mean, we have no idea. The Iconics, that, that is a brain scratcher for me. Yeah. I know a lot of people will say that Joe's the one that surprised them the most, and it did. But, man, Billy Kay was money. They split up her and Peyton Royce and put them on different shows. And the, and the, the funny thing about that, when, when we see them both on TV next, it will be together, yep. and they will be terrorizing the company. Um Chelsea Green, she was one that I had a lot that I thought had a lot of uh, upside and potential, but she's another one that's been injured almost the whole time she's been here. Uh, Bo Dallas, I, I forgot he was even there to be a future Endeavor. So, and right. I've been waiting for him to be put into the the storyline. Like for two years, I've been waiting for him to show up as a the creepy brother or, or the 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 key holder of sister Abigail, anything. And I, I almost forgot he was on the roster. Well, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to, uh, no, no offense. And sorry to me, catch you off there. Eric. I think it's going to stop in, in those rumors going around. That's online conspiracies that he, for the last two weeks, since Bray Wyatt has come back is actually Bo Dallas and not Bray yeah. Wyatt. I think that definitely now stops those rumors. Uh, yeah. That puts those sure. to bed pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the, no, I will say what I was going to say, uh, adding to what you said, Jeremy, about Samoa Joe, is that you know the wrestlers' contracts? You know are are probably more lucrative than the announcing contracts. So if they don't know what his status is going to be, if they don't think he can get cleared to wrestle, they're not going to pay him a wrestler salary to continue to be an announcer. Yeah. And yeah. and that's that's the only thing there. And we don't know if that's the case. But if that's the case again. It, it it maybe is a smart decision. He was a great announcer. I liked him on commentary, but he certainly is replaceable, just like everybody is. But um, if, if maybe he gets cleared somewhere else, I mean, he's going to be still valuable for a few more years as a talent to somebody if he can get cleared by their doctors. So uh, that remains to be seen. But I'm with you. I think the Iconics, especially Billy Kay, she may have not been the best wrestler in the world, but she certainly got over with this current character. The Royal yeah. Rumble was, was excellent. WrestleMania was excellent. The resume thing was getting over. That surprises me that that they were so quick on the trigger with her. And after just a couple of days after they made Joe stand out in the in a torrential downpour in Tampa <laughs> right. to do the commentating, but yeah, I mean, and please don't get me started on the commentators being replaceable because I'm still kind of half angry. Tom Phillips was replaced, even though I know he's like the. From what I read, after I got angry, he's like the the head of 
the announcing uh, talent relations for the announcing crew or something like that. So I guess he had a say in it. But then hearing the guy they put on Monday night, now I'll give him a couple more weeks. But it was almost like you put just a, a random person on, on commentary. I, I didn't I didn't care for it. But yeah, to touch to to finalize what we're talking about with Joe, you just don't know. No, com- it's not smart for any company to pay. Uh, that, that would be like with my wife if if, you, if she tried to pay a LPN a RN salary, but she can't do the RN job. You know, yeah. that's only good business uh, to to give the lower salary, and maybe that's something Joe didn't want to budge on. So we just don't know. I, I want to comment on something you just said there about uh, okay. about the new announcer on Raw, Adnan uh, Verk, who is who is on there now. I I take it you didn't like it, but here's what I think. And I know he sounds different. His voice does not sound like everybody else's. It it stands out. But I will say this: Tom Phillips, you know, was that guy. And even before that, there were other guys that that have filled that role. Even even sometimes Corey Graves kind of falls into that. Michael Cole has trained all these guys, and they all kind of have the same delivery. They have the same cadence, and I, I'm fine with that. I liked Vic Joseph when he came on because I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. he's different. I like Adnan. I think he's he's got a different voice. And, you know, he's not just a carbon copy of what Michael Cole has been for the last 25 years. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go against that. I liked him. I thought he was good. See, I, I like Corey Graves. I think Corey Graves is a phenomenal on, you know, at what he does. Um, I like Vic Joseph. I like Tom Phillips. Uh, Vic Joseph, he still does NXT, I, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, Wade Barrett, he, he's, uh, he's grown on me a little bit at, at the announce table, but no, it, it to me, it just sounded like, and, and I know you can attest to this and Daniel too, probably like if you were hiring people to, to be on the radio, you want them to sound like they have a radio voice. This guy just sounded like they pulled him off the street and was like, Hey, would you like to talk about wrestling tonight? I don't agree. I don't okay. agree. Well, no, that's, that's as, as, no, as, no, as a radio guy, that's that's actually one of the first things I I will tell people. Uh, you know, you don't have to have a radio voice to be on the radio. You just don't have to how to use your voice uh, to to accomplish the job that you have. So, um, so yeah, I'll. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean I maybe that's why I like them. So. Maybe that's why I like them. Is it not say, Daniel? I said I don't have a radio voice. And- yes, yes, you do. You absolutely have a voice that you're you're lucky that you're good at what you do because. Your voice is a voice that is made to read children's books onto tape, or you know, you know, just you have you have an audio voice. Eric has an audio voice. I have no, an audio no, voice. I, 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 Adnan's got a voice that sounds like he should be out asking people, "Do they want cheese on their fries?" But uh, what I was saying was what Eric was saying is that I don't have your typical radio voice, but yet I can. I do think radio you do because oh well, thank no, you. I think you do. But but Eric, you're, but, you're welcome. But uh, <laughs> but I can, but I can, uh, you know. Uh, I can I, I know how to project and know how to do get gets point across and show personality and stuff that Eric was talking about. Or I can but I can also do the hey we're back live right now. It, you know exactly. Like, well, it's I a mean, difference between me. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's a difference between me doing commentary on OVW Overdrive and me doing announcer for OVW TV. There's a big difference between me announcing someone to the ring and sitting there and and going back and forth with AJ. You know so. It's right, but your radio job helped you with that because even sure. it, you know, friend friend of the program, Steve Rummage, they put him out there to do play by play one night for OVW all by himself, I believe. And he had never done that before. Oh, and after the show, I was like, Man, you did a good job considering it was your first time. He's like, Well, honestly, being on the radio every day, 
I just followed the same things I did there and, and, and I was able yeah. to get through it. Okay. And I know, do he remember did, he, he did a really job. good job that, that time he was on there and it's, and, it's not an easy job, especially, you know, when sometimes you've got certain people in your head, no uh, right. pun intended. <laughs> he was all right, whatever. Uh, but no, no, definitely though, to me, he did, he did not have a voice that, that, uh, that I would listen. If I, if I heard him on the radio, I would, t- I would turn to another station. If I hear you on the radio, I keep it there. If I heard Daniel on the radio, I'd question why I was listening to his channel first, but then I would keep <laughs> listening to him. If JK was on the radio, shout out. That's a callback as y'all call it in the biz. I don't, I'm not in the biz, but, um, I would turn the channel so fast the knob would break. So that's just my opinion on it. But yeah, it's a sad day. People right. lost jobs. Sad day. There you go. <laughs> they'll, they'll, so so where are these people going to end up? Is the, this is the next question, I guess, huh? I don't know. Did Daniel fall asleep? No, no, no I think no, so. No, no. I, okay. I, just, I don't know. It, it's you know. Yeah, let's let, let's hear y'all's thoughts. Where do you think this go down? He's the trying list? to pinch himself to make sure he's awake because I gave him another compliment. <laughs> Let's go down the list, and uh, you know, you guys, you guys determine, you know, decide where you're gonna go. I, I will, I will, um, you know, take a back seat on this. Uh, you know, I, I think we all know they're gonna end up at other companies, but you know, we'll we'll see. What do you guys think uh, these people will end up at, and I'll, and go from there. You wanna go first, Eric? Sure. I mean, I'll just I'll just pick out a couple on the list that I think are yeah. are no brainers. Uh, if Joe does get cleared, I think a return to impact would be phenomenal. Mm. I think that's that's probably the best choice for him. Uh, I would rather see him there than AEW at this point. I think AEW's needs to AEW needs to probably kind of hang back just a little bit and almost maybe time for them to start making cuts, but I want to talk about that here in a minute. So um, however will they have 32 factions if they cut anybody, Eric? Well, I agree, but uh, so no, I think Samojo, I think impact would be a, a nice return for him. Uh, I think I would, uh, I would probably put some of the ladies where their husbands are. So I, I I'd see Chelsea going to impact. I see, um, I see Peyton ending up at AEW and probably Billy with her. Um, and, uh, that'd be good for AEW's women's division, which is picking up. It's getting better. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, those are the big ones. I mean, you know, poor Tucker. I mean, nothing against him as a, as a worker, as a, as a wrestler. Great. I just had said from the beginning when when uh, Heavy Machinery was was out there, it was over because of Otis and his and his shtick. Uh, and Tucker was just kind of a big guy. He was just there, you know, who could work. There was nothing. And I hate saying bad things about guys that are doing their thing, but he was just right. he was he was a guy, you know. And without Otis, that's all he was was a was a dude. He was just a, a bigger dude. Um, so I, I don't know, unless he has some major change, major gimmick overhaul, I don't see him ending up in one of the big, big companies. Um, you know, and as far as the other ones, you know, Mickey, I could see Mickey definitely helping out any company she would go to, uh, you know, to be an agent and a talent. I think she could, she could do both and an impact and ring of honor and in WA and AEW and OVW, wherever I think she'd be fine. And that's that's about it as far as as far as that group goes. I'm going to go a little bit different, but I think it, it, at the root of it, we have share the same, the similar uh, philosophies. I think I think Tucker and Mickey James end up at Power because I mean Mickey's husband's in NWA Power, so that makes yeah. sense to me. I think the Iconics and Joe, I think they end up at AEW. 
And I think everybody else is, is, that has had an impact connection in the past will be back there. Um, who does that leave? Kalisto, Kalisto. maybe he goes back to AAA. Yeah. Wesley Blake, Blake and Murphy. I said Blake, but I meant Murphy. Right, they're both they're both released now, right? Blake and Murphy. Was Murphy released too? Oh, no, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Cutler, I'm sorry. Blake and Cutler, I could see them showing oh, yeah, up yeah. somewhere to get together. Cutler's, uh, Cutler's uh, in the, it, as we record this, he's like in he's like 25 days from his release or his uh, right. no no compete yeah. uh, clause. But. but since they've tagged before, I could see them showing up in Impact as a tag team. So I think AEW, like you said, their roster is so uh, inflated right now. I could see them adding Joe in the icon. They need the help in the women's division. Uh, Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, phenomenal athletes, but you cannot build an entire division around two wrestlers that people know you got to throw the iconics in there, uh, mix it up a little bit and wherever Joe goes, it's going to be, I mean, I could see him heading back to impact. uh, But AEW just feels like if he's going to wrestle again, how about we do that? If he's going to wrestle again, Samoa Joe ends up in AEW. If he's going to announce or do something else, he ends up in impact. That, yeah. I mean, that could be interesting too. Imagine oh. him there with uh, Stryker and uh, D'Lo. That could <laughs> that'd be a fun little uh, trio of uh, announcers there. I've enjoyed. I just, I just, I did not know the last time I heard him uh, call a Drew McIntyre match uh, and tell him give him a kiss. That that would be the last time I heard that. <laughs> uh, well, I would have, uh, I would have cherished that a little bit more. But no, I like Joe as a commentator. But I feel like man, Joe versus Punk somewhere else it's going to be a money match and it's not going to be in wwe now and i could see tony Khan forking that money out he's getting a little bit of momentum whether the product no matter how and i'm not going to crap all over the product because i mean we work with people that work with people but with that being said uh no matter how good or bad the product is that match right there gives them more credibility joe versus yeah. punk four gives them gives them credibility so I, I could see that happen all right so here's a here's a question i threw out to you guys earlier eventually aew is going to have to cut somebody or somebody's going to get fed up and leave so who is who is the first talent that will leave aew either either on their own volition or not and end up in wwe going the opposite way because i know who i think it is i think i, I, I think i've got the person Okay, you, you think you've got the person. I've got three people in mind, and it is uh, Jake Hager. It is Miro, a.k.a. you know Rusev. Mm-hmm. And then the third guy that I have in mind, uh, they're all WWE guys. I can see Jericho coming back, especially after the, broken, yeah. the phen- amazing Broken Skull Sessions where we heard AEW's name 17 times on the network. Uh, this past weekend, I, th- I think it's going to be one of those three guys. I don't think it, I, I think it'll be at least two or three years before we see somebody non WWE like Orange Cassidy or MJF or Omega, the Bucks, any of those guys jump back. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. And well, and you said mine, uh, Miro. <laughs> I mean, there it's funny because he seemed to have this so much of the, the heat coming off of that. And and look what it what's happened to him so far. I mean, now they're running the vignettes. It looks like maybe he's headed towards something. But I I I think before it's all said and done, I think he's back in WWE with his wife, 
and and bigger than he ever was and 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 he's got his own special on the network about well i had to leave to you know get better and travel the world and whatever (laughs) i had to go play video games in uh, jacksonville for a little while and then yeah come back um what about you daniel what do you think I mean, I could see the 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 Miro Rusev. I could see that, but when it comes to Jericho, now you were your question is first person, so that's that's really hard because I think some of these all these guys we named could eventually go back. Jericho for sure, and the only reason why I know he will eventually go back is he will one day be put into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sure. and, but I think he'll be put in the Hall of Fame one day, regard especially. If they were okay putting him on with Stone Cold, they're going to be okay inducting him. No, no, no. Uh, I, I agree with that, but I think he goes back. The same goes for Big Show. Same goes for Christian too. But I, yeah. I just mean who that the, eventually they've got to they've got to make some cuts, or somebody's going to just get fed up. Not everybody could think this is the greatest place to work ever, ever, ever. So that yeah, so it was mainly who's who you think is first. Like there's going to have to be somebody at some point. I don't know. Circumstantials too. You never know. Like right now, you 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 can name it out. Then obviously, out of the blue, you can have somebody. You know, something could happen, and they just they're. You know, it's just hard. I mean, it's it's crazy as it might sound. It it could throw us on. It could be Cody Rhodes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it could be another one. Wardlow is another one that I that I'd like to throw out there. If it was going to be somebody from their homegrown that you know WWE might have their eyes on, you know. Well, uh, if you told me I could pick one person or team, whatever, and I know that in AEW they could be picking twelve people, but uh, Wardlow and MJF, I, I hope one day we get to see them on WWE TV. But I don't think that they jump before uh, before Jericho. I also think that if we have more cuts tomorrow, it'll be a little bit telling because if Lana's no, I mean, if you're going to cut Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, Lana's definitely available for the chopping block. And if they don't cut her tomorrow, I think that probably says a lot, too, about the fact, hey, they're going to offer another contract. That that gives us a shot of getting Rusev back at, at some point. Let me pose this question, uh, since we're talking about it. And give me two or three guys each. If there's day two of cuts tomorrow, who's the three people that, that you cut? Or, and one of them could be a team or something like that who do you think no no no. not that you're making the cuts yourself but who do you think are going to be uh some of the cuts that we hear about tomorrow if that does uh, indeed happen daniel you want to take that first i already know who you're going to say you've been saying them all day long and i'm not not saying i want it i'm just saying i think um Goodness gracious! Uh, this is—I I don't know. I mean, you have to go back and look at look at maybe who's not being used right now, you know, and and for whatever reasons they're not using them and things like that. So when you go down the list, I mean, um, you would you I would you would think it would be um, Alistair Black, but then I saw a report where they're yeah. about to bring him back. So it's like you know. Yeah. Um, you know, you, there, could there be cuts in NXT? You know, uh, and and, and uh, last time there was, and this time, you know, there there hasn't been announced. But those are also announced like a day later, the next day. I think the NXT ones were. Yeah, that was just uh, Perazzo, right? No, there was there was there was uh, her. Um, what's his I name? What's she... her name? What's it, what's his name's daughter? Um, oh gosh, the um, oh the famous manager at the. Oh, you're talking about uh, 
The famous the manager. Oh, famous manager. Gosh. Uh, the, oh, Ellering. Ellering. Talking about yeah, Ellering? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Rachel Ellering. Ellering. Rachel Ellering was one of them, too. Um, it's not who I thought you were talking about. Okay. Um, but anyways, that's, um, yeah, his daughter was, Rachel Ellering was, yeah. So there's, there was a couple like that. But uh, as far as, like, man, I really don't know. And I think they even, were there a UK, a couple of the NXT UK people were released, too, as well? I don't, I don't, I don't really keep up with that. Other than the pay per view side, I, I don't remember honestly. Um, well, here's some other ones that uh, the the couple other ones that I definitely had. Slapjack was. I was agree. One. I was kind of surprised on that one, just because. And and if you look at the way that they treated him when they broke up, I mean, you know, Mia um, Yim got to walk away. You know, he just kind of got tossed out, and then you know he just walked out. You know, and then the other two actually did something. So, I don't know. Slapjack seems like one of them on the chopping block. And and this is the one, yes, that I kept telling you guys, and not that I want it, but, uh, and that's that's Ricochet. Um, you can tell how much his stock has gone down. I love Ricochet. I've known Ricochet since he was a teenager. I get it. But I just, yeah. Uh-oh. I uh, uh, just got another, we got add somebody to the list, and this kind of makes sense, and I don't know why we didn't think about this oh. person. Mojo Rally. Before- Oh, oh Mojo. yeah, yeah. See, we we had forgotten about him so much. That, and Riddick Moss, there's another one too. I'm, I'm deeply saddened the by the fact that Mojo doesn't work there anymore. Uh, I had I had <laughs> a little bit opinion, different the thoughts and opinions of of Jeremy Wallman is not the thoughts and opinions of Ringside. No, dude, I I kicked it with Mojo down in Orlando at Mania the yeah, last yeah, time. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, so you know, I don't, I don't, you don't have to get ready, ready if you stay ready. That's what he always taught me. But uh, I think Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin are on, on that chopping block, especially the way they kind of just kicked him out of the hurt business. That no, was awful. I, I think awful. that Shane Thorne, a.k.a. Slap Nuts, Slap Best, Slap Jack, I think he's on that list as well, especially since the other two showed up on Raw Monday night as yeah. new members of the hurt business. Uh, uh, that's, the, that's what they insinuated anyway. Here's, uh, a, here's another one that I don't want to see, but I think it's going to happen. Nikki Cross. Yep. Nikki, Nikki and Lana were my last two that I had on my list. Uh, and I love Nikki Cross's work as well. I, I, I think she's been grossly misused. And, and as far as Ricochet is concerned, I actually hope that they either poop or get off the pot with him because he's wasting his prime of his career just sitting around in back, backstage interviews and winning 24-7 titles or whatever. Yeah. He, he needs to go somewhere where he's appreciated. And that's another thing, you know, you see some of these talents like Mr. Mr. Uh, Cardona, who's who's kind of like, you know, tweeting out on Twitter, you know, it's it's four fifty WWE four fifteen day. I just fired your hind in or however you put it. You know, it's you've you've only got so many places to work and so many hours. I'm sorry, you've only got so many hours of television. You can't get everybody over it. Yeah, y'all know how hard that is. I mean, y'all, oh, yeah. Daniel Youth Impact, Eric and Daniel, you both with OVW. But uh, last but not least on this topic, I hope that OVW because I was really disappointed last time because it was alluded to OVW was going to get some of those guys that were released, and they ended up getting zero of them. And uh, I want to see some of those guys. And if uh, Mister Money Bags Matt Jones, he, he's in charge now. I want to see him digging those pockets a little bit and, and bring one or two of these people. Well, I'd love to see. I'd love to. I mean, it's not going to be Samoa Joe, but I'd love to see somebody like uh, 
like Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin have Shelton come back home to OVW. I mean, I know that's me speculating that he's let it, go, it, but look, if that's what you want, it's uh, you just all you have to do is tweet at KY Sports Radio and at OVWrestling.com or not com, but OV yeah. Wrestling. And then I'll tweet OV Wrestling. I'm not going to tweet KY Sports Radio. I mean, the guy's my buddy, but I'm not trying to commit. Uh, I don't want my career <laughs> to be imploded just by mentioning him in a, in a Twitter sphere full of Louisville fans on my well, timeline. Well, so. I mean, I'll just text them. If you, okay, all right. If you only knew who also runs the OVW Twitter page, then you would, wouldn't matter. No, I kind of I I got that going. Yeah. All right. And well, so since, since you brought him up and since you brought up OVW, I guess I guess we need to move on to the big news there. And uh, Daniel, you want to cover that? You want me to cover it? Yeah, you cover it. Go ahead. All right. Well, OVW, uh, another big change uh, for OVW, especially local fans in Louisville. Uh, now Thursday nights uh, will be the night for OVW Live at the Davis Arena uh, as we are now expanding to uh, more stations within the state. Of course, yeah. we've been on a lot of different streaming networks with YTA. We're on the Fight Network now. Um, and, and so a lot of different outlets all over the place. But now within the state, we're actually going to be on broadcast TV. So uh, we're also going to be uh, in the Lexington market. We're going to be in the Bowling Green market. We're going to be in the Hazard market. Really, we're covering every parts of the state. The only part of the state we're not covering right now is like far western Kentucky around Paducah. And the word is, and I need to find out more about this, that the only the television station in Paducah has banned wrestling since the 50s because of an argument with a promoter. Wow. I've, I've got to find out. I've got to find out more about this uh, this issue and how that happened because uh, that that would be hilarious if that's really the case. Um, but anyway, so that's that's where we are with with that. But uh, yeah, now Thursday nights we're going to be uh, live there in the Davis Arena, so we'll be live on Fight TV, and uh, and it will also change on uh, on uh, WBNA twenty one uh, being live on Thursday nights as well. So. Uh, so that's very exciting, and that will start on May the 6th, and of course that will be uh, shortly after Retribution, which is the 24th of April. Already uh, some big title matches scheduled for that, including Mr. Pectacular Jesse Goddard's defending against Mr. Juicy in the bank, talking about Luscious Lawrence, and uh, we'll also have an OVW title match as uh, as Omar Amir coming back from a 30-day suspension. Man, I sure miss him. I miss that guy. I miss. I really wish he would come back and and hang out. Uh, and uh, he uh, is going to be defending his OVW championship against the one and only cash flow of the LOB. Uh, we've got Mahabali Shira signed against Tom Coffey, the Iron Bear, and uh, and more title matches to be announced. Am I the only so. one that sees it? What are we talking about? Captain... Uh, uh, just watch the show. You- oh, Captain Caribbean? I don't think he's on the card, but Captain Caribbean's a great new star, too. So if you haven't seen him, check him out. He's cool. I... I, I- I mean, I guess technically... You look familiar. I don't know. I don't know. Captain, I mean, you know. Caribbean? It's kind of funny. It's like, it reminds me of uh, Captain, uh, Mr. America. No, Captain America. Mr. America. I don't know. I'm confused. It's definitely not Hulk Hogan. It's not Hogan. Hogan uh, Hogan can't work like that. That's what I thought it was. No, Hogan doesn't have tattoos like that. Well, he does have tattoos, though, brother. Um... Anyways, so... Um, but anyway, yeah. looking forward to it. Retribution, catch it on pay-per-view, obwrestling.com, or get your tickets. Still some available, obwrestling.com. So yeah. you mean I could sit in the audience at OVW and watch that on Thursday night and it'd be tuned into my phone to Impact on Twitch? 
just the same as you could on Tuesday nights recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm trying to sell this here, Eric. You mean I can, I can do that? You can. That's awesome. You can do that's that. That's awesome. And you have, uh, you know, no one can watch the video or watch it, but you have these, um, the uh, Jer- Jer- uh, Jeremy 555 Trons thousand i don't know what you call it the little thing where you have like all the different tvs and um you can actually have impact wrestling on one and an ovw on the other so really you can don't have to have it on your phone you uh, yeah i could I, but I, i'm about to start coming back after the the matches here pretty soon after i get this second vaccination i'll be able to uh, you know i gotta be safe do my part and i'll be i'll be back out there at the show so just so i can heckle both of you i hope you do yeah yes, yeah sir. yeah Heckle, Daniel. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, for but, sure. But yes, yeah, so uh, it's it's exciting to to what's going to happen uh, May, starting May six. I mean, OVW for for, for sure, and uh, I am looking forward to um, that change. A lot of there's a lot of other announcements to come with that too, as well as well some some live events uh, to hit hit the area in the summer. So whew, it's going to be a busy busy summer for oh, any wrestling, and I. Uh, Gotta, I'm, I'm gonna basically um, have to get all my nights in, date nights with my fiance now for they're all gone. So, <laughs> so. all right, so uh, before we go any further and talk about um, the post recap of the biggest show of the year, let's not forget uh, April 25th live on pay per view fight TV. You can watch it on there too, as well. That's where you can get it, or pay per view is Impact Wrestling's Rebellion. And uh, Rebellion is going to have basically it, it's it's like right now there's so many matches been announced we kind of know more of the landscape of what to happen here. You've got um, you've got the title for title main event. You've got the Impact Wrestling World Champion Rich Swan, who is the unified Impact TNA Champion, versus the AEW Champion. And it's title for title it means winner walks away with all the gold. Um, and then uh, you've got the women's Knockout championship match, Deanna Prazo versus uh, Tennille Dashwood. Uh, you've got Matt Cardona uh, versus Brian Myers. And finally, once and for all, that can end that feud, according to, to them. Um, and then uh, y- you've got the X Division title, Triple Threat. You've got the uh, current champion, uh, Ace Austin versus Josh Alexander. And um, I believe I saw TJP. I believe is who he's taking on. So yeah, that's a so far that's what's been announced. I don't think I miss. Oh, and the tag team title match against uh, the Good Brothers versus the Impact World Champions, who ha- tag team champions, who happens to be Finn Juice from New Japan. So um, and there's I'm sure many more to be announced in the next week or so. So that's just that's it's going to be a banger of a show. And um, and then Tony Khan made a big announcement today. He said he's going to be there. And he's even going to bring his referee with him as an Aubrey Edwards. So I don't oh. know what that's all about. <laughs> I think another match is about to get added to the card. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What I want to see that one. I want to see her kick your butt. Why, why, why would I? I don't know. Why, That'd would just I be, be fun. why would I be mad about her coming in? And, and It sounds like they just want a dependable referee to make the call. Kudos. To, I didn't think I was going to say this, but kudos to Tony for bringing a you know, bringing in a referee to count to three and, and see everything going on. Look, I, I uh, as far as that goes, I wouldn't have that match anyways. I am not the, um, you know, considered what you call the the senior official or head official. At OV. I'm no, I, I'm at Impact. I'm, a, I'm that's what I am at OVW. Uh, 
but I'm not there at impact. So um, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare, dare do that. But yes, it is. By the way, um, the uh, yeah, but you're you're the most face punchable though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it is the three way Ace Austin versus uh, Josh Alexander and TJP uh, for sure. I was like, I could swear TJP was added to that match, and he was. So there you go, and. Um, so that's so far what we got announced, and stay tuned for more matches. I mean, right, that right there sounds is money automatically. So um, it's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Um, anyways, uh, so um, yeah, let, now let's talk about the biggest show of the year. Uh, we have uh, we have a lot to discuss. Two nights we had WrestleMania night one, WrestleMania night two. We could have really much done this episode in a two night two part, but we're not going to. We're going to try to run through it as fast as possible. Um, we all watched it, right? We all sat there and watched the entire show and both shows. Wrestle WrestleMania. How about that? <laughs> WrestleMania. If everything else, you know, tried to get back to normal as much as possible, and then you have the first ever WrestleMania with a rain delay. How about that? That's crazy. Yeah, this is the first WrestleMania ever. Well, most of us always been inside. He's only had a few outside, and he's lucky enough. Now, in New York City at WrestleMania 35, I was there, and the, the rain held off until the very end of the show. And as we're leaving is when we got hit with rain. Yeah. Um, but uh, it didn't happen during the show. And at that point, your show's going on. There's no the, – the, the rain delay was uh, – it was more of a lightning issue than it was. Right, yeah. Because they would wrestle in rain. Um. Just the fans will get rained on, but Matt, the show would still go on. But uh, man, I'm t- what a what a crazy! They would have, who would ever thought that Tampa hadn't had rain in three months decides to do it on WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> well, it did last. If you'll remember, it did last year too. They were like, "Well, I guess it's a good thing we didn't have Mania at Raymond James because it would have got rained out." So, oh, I just yeah, well, must be that least, time of the year. At least they won't have to worry about it the next two years, at least. So we'll right. <laughs> Correct. Next two years, it'll be in the dome, so it can rain all at once. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, so, uh, how do we want to do this? Do we want to just kind of run through some of the card? Do we want to talk about just overall night? How do we want to how do we want to break this down? Well, you would just hit the highlights, maybe. Yeah, yeah highlights I like that. Good. Yeah, highlights are good. I think I think this week, the last you've heard you've heard this the reviews oversaturated with WrestleMania, so we don't want to bore you too much, but we do want to give you our thoughts and opinions. Of the show, so let's go with night one. I'm going to say this overall. Maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe we should save it. But I think overall, night one from top to bottom was phenomenal. It was great, amazing, good yeah. stuff, All, top to bottom. I don't. There was not a. There was not a sleeper on that show whatsoever, in my opinion. There was more. There were more better matches night one than night two. But night two had, in my opinion, two of the best nights of the whole weekend. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens which I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. And I don't know why I ever doubted it because KO's just like a, an artist in the ring. And then the main event was really, really good as well. But yeah, I think night one was overall the better night. Yeah. I think night one, much better night. Uh, it was, it was weird. Cause when I was looking at the card for night two, I automatically thought, Hmm, I don't think this, this is going to be as good unless there's like a lot of surprises. Well, then there really wasn't. So that that's, that was a surprise in itself. That I, I thought the way they laid it out, I thought for sure night two is going to have some big, big things happen, right. and it yeah. really didn't. But uh, but anyway, I yeah, night one, I would I would give the victory. Um, 
and and what a great way to open it up to i thought that that was mm-hmm. that was a smart way to do it for sure with uh with drew and bobby yeah but also let's just talk real quick about the emotional moment i thought it was pretty cool the open the open the show with having everybody out there uh, mm-hmm. And the, doing the America the Beautiful, they've never really done that before. Having all of them out there while they're singing America the Beautiful, uh, Vince kind of saying, you know, welcome back to the fans. You had, it, it was a real special moment to kind of like, we're finally, after a year, we're finally back with fans. You know, we're finally here, that kind of a stance. And I thought it was really cool that they did that. I don't think that's uh, a fair comment about BB Rex, uh, about them being all out there. Oh, you're talking about the roster. Sorry, we we did we did see a little bit of stuff out there on night one of WrestleMania too. Oh goodness! All right, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, But no, you're right. It was a good moment. Uh, I thought I thought having it was almost kind of a funny deal because you know everybody you know Drew kept saying I want to be the first one out there to feel that crowd, and then they put that match on first. But then who who was first one to get the mic? Vince. (laughs) But he deserves it too. He's Vince. Come on. Um, I ain't worried about him. He plus, how, how were they ever going to make us understand the new tagline? Then now together forever. If they didn't have everybody on the stage at the beginning, yeah, it's true. Yeah, so we we have you know we had those special moments. What? But but by the way, okay, so you got that match, Bobby and um and uh, Drew, Drew, yeah, tore the house down, and I I was shocked at Bobby going over. And I'm also okay with it at the same time. Yeah, so, me too. Um, and then uh, you know, then you've got. I mean, I'm, I'm going to skip over a bunch of stuff, but let's talk about the Bad Bunny and the Damian Priest versus. Uh, you know, hey hey. Was well, not uh, ho ho. It's hop hop, right? Hop hop. Now I'm going to I'm going to go uh, not against what everybody else is saying. Everybody you know is praising Bad Bunny. And saying, wow, just amazing. And like, you know, one of the best celebrities ever was best celebrities ever. And while I do say, yes, he did a great job. He would have done nothing without the excellent work of the Miz and John Morrison. Thank you. Very Agreed. 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 Anybody that knows wrestling should know that it's, 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 you're, you can do well and you're going to do well, but you're also, you're only limited to what your opponent can do as well. And so having somebody, yes, he's athletic. He done a great job, but having someone in the ring on the other side, like Miz and Morrison helped make him a star. And they knew that, which is why they put him with them. Got Yeah. Guys. And you've got two veterans there that, that are unselfish and they understand that this is huge marquee for them. And, and they are part of something big. And, uh, and, and I think Morrison's grown up a lot since the Snooky incident where he kind of, you know, had a boo-boo face about that because his, his, his girlfriend wasn't a part of it. But I'm telling you what, they made him look like a million bucks. And he did work hard. I did, I'm not taking anything away. I was going to say, let's not take anything away from Bad Bunny. They said he was at the Performance Center every day for like six weeks. Yeah. And they had never seen it. Uh, Hunter said he, they'd never had a celebrity. Now, granted, the Performance Center's not been around that long either. So that's kind of a you know, a, a sample size comment to me. Never had anybody in the performance center like that. And it's been a while since they've had a out of ring performer in the ring. So shout out, no. to, shout out to, uh, also, um, uh, my boy, Pat McAfee though. We all, you know, I think, uh, he's, uh, people forget about him. Yeah. Well, he's an athlete too. So that's a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, true. yeah, he, he's still point. not in the wrestling world, but at least he's an athlete, you know, good this point. you're talking about a rapper. So, yeah, no, good point. No, you're, you're fair point. Absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, I'm just thinking celebrity overall, but, um, 
yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, what a great job, what a great match, and uh, I was very, as as our former co-host J.K. would say, very sports entertained. <laughs> yes. yeah. I will yeah. say the the actually my least favorite match, I think, from night one, and it was it was a close one. It wasn't even the tag team turmoil match. It, it was the tag team championship match. Um, and yeah. and it wasn't bad. But when you've got guys like the New Day in there and AJ in there, who you know are such great, great performers, but the whole match is built around Omos. <laughs> that match didn't make sense to me from the get-go. It, it was like they were dumbing themselves down to yeah. get over this guy's monstros, you know, and that's fine. You do that on Raw. Do that on SmackDown. Don't do that at WrestleMania, you know? Um and I just, you could just see like everything was slowed down and everything was dumbed down to make his performance look that much better. And, and that's just, that's not fair to somebody like AJ and Kofi and, and, and Xavier. So uh, that's the only, that's the only negative I had on that match. I didn't have a negative with them winning the belts. Great. No problem. But uh, yeah, I just I just didn't like that. Part. Now, as we're recording this too, we haven't had the SmackDown the SmackDown after Mania, so we don't know the outcome of everything that's going to happen as far as things to just kind of FYI. Um, so yeah, then you had and and then we'll just go to the main. I might be jumping something if you want to talk about it. I'm sorry, but we'll go to the main event at night one. Um, you know, Sasha Banks and um, um, Bianca Belair. I'm telling you what, you know, how could you not? When that moment happened at the very beginning, and they and I love that they took the time to savor that moment. That's so mm-hmm. cool. They looked at each other. They looked at the crowd. They got emotional. Like, it was so fucking cool, okay? I'm just going to say it. It was so cool to see them take that moment in, and I don't care. Break that fourth wall for the moment. Enjoy this moment. This is special. And Michael Coe said it best. Two black women main eventing a pay-per-view. This is amazing. And people want to shit on Michael Cole for saying the word black woman instead of African-American. Regardless, as he made the point that this is important. This is something. Look at what we're, we, we become in the wrestling industry. This would have never happened 10 years ago. This would never happened 15, 20 years ago. We are here today, and we're celebrating this. And wow, just amazing. Fucking amazing. I'm just going to keep saying the F word. I don't care. Just, just keep on. Uh, you know, that's fine. You can either edit it out or leave it in as is. Um, and, and I wanted to touch on that, too. You know, before the show happened, JBL uh, made a comment that I think was misconstrued. He, he said, this is not black history. This is history. And I think what he meant was, you know, this is a historic night in general. I don't think he meant any malice by it, but it was no. absolutely uh black history and and it was amazing it was an amazing moment and it's a a moment that'll never be replicated i mean that that first moment will never happen again and it was an awesome match probably i would put that match in my top three women's matches wwe women's matches of all time yeah it it was Uh, i mean my my favorite of all time women's match was sasha versus bailey and it was right there it still is for me it was right there on that same level, and it was the only thing that would give it an edge would be the fact that it was WrestleMania and that it was, you know, two African-American women main eventing. But at the same time, it, 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 it still could also, Bailey and Sasha could, could trump it because of the fact that they had it. They, 
you know, they did it first or whatever it was, yeah. long, whatever it might be, however you want to say it, but that it's right there. And, and it, it was so, so storytelling, <laughs> so good, so amazing. Um, uh, yeah. And, I just, and you know, what was great about it is that it, it's not, it's not just, they didn't do this because and maybe they did. I don't know, but they didn't do this to put two African-American women on in a main event. They did this because these are the two women that should be there. Right. And honestly, uh, the match lived up to a main event of a WrestleMania. <laughs> and that, that's, that's the greatest thing about it. It's, it could all be hype. You know, you could start this train like they did with, with all the women's stuff they did for like a whole year where it was like, first ever women's this first ever women's this women's this women's I can't this wait for the 24 special. And, yeah. Oh yeah. And, and not everything lived up, but this lived up to it. It, it did everything it should have done. And for a while I was thinking, you know, why don't, why didn't they use this as the build? Like I, I re- really wish they hadn't of, I thought the build was really bad for this match. Yep, It was, but it almost helped the match in the long run. Cause you notice the last week, they just kind of put all that aside, all the silly stuff they'd done all the way up. They just yeah. kind of dropped it. And then all of a sudden here, it would just, it just stood by itself as this match and it became that much bigger. So I'm almost happy. They did all the silly stuff early and didn't just try to build it from the beginning as historic, 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 historic all the way up, and then it would have just lost all its meaning there, uh, standing there in front of that crowd. So I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm I'm just going to disagree just a tad bit. You said you didn't think they did it just to be doing it. I think they absolutely did it just so they could say first ever African American woman versus African American woman, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's what the women's division has been about for the last five years. The first this, the first that, the first chamber, the first rumble, the first mo- money in the bank. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. So as I'm disagreeing kind of with you, I'm, we're still saying the same thing because I think this this was a – they're running out of first to do. And we had the first war women's war game. I don't want to leave anything out. We had that as well. Um elimination chamber and so forth and so on and so forth. But I think they did do it on purpose and they needed that for this WrestleMania for a main event because of not being in front of a crowd last year. And they knew that the audience connected with that history being made. So yeah, I th- again, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're a business person, yeah. you want to, you want to keep being innovative and have the first this and first that. And, I, and I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I thought the right two people were in that that match, I put that up there in my top five women's matches of all time. Again, mm. Sasha Bailey's there. Oscar Charlotte, the streak being broken. That was a phenomenal match. Uh, Mula and Wendy Richter uh, at Mania 2, 1, 1 or 2. No, they never wrestled at Mania. Mula never they didn't wrestled wrestle. at Mania. No, who am I thinking? Who did Wendy Richter wrestle at WrestleMania 1? Leilani uh, Kai? Leilani Kai, I think. Yeah. You're right. That, that's, that's who I was thinking. I don't know why I said Mula. Uh, Mula was in her corner, I think. Yeah. So that the point is that those are in my, those are all that match is now in my top five, and uh, and it was a great match. I mean, yeah, and and, I, and, and, and in Eric's defense, and, and I don't like he says maybe that I don't think they did it to whatever. I think regardless if they even if they did it because you know did it just to say they could say the first. You know, two African American to benefit. The bottom line is, they made it the way they built it, the way the match was. It didn't seem like they did. They put the right yeah, people in there. I didn't right notice. Time. I mean, I'll tell you the truth. I did not even notice until the day of, 
and that's when it hit me. Like the day come on, Eric. They made such a big deal at Bianca being the first African American Royal Rumble winner. You knew exactly that day that that match was about no, to go down. I I did not. I mean, I didn't think. But to me, it never crossed my mind until okay. the day of that match when they and they had said a couple days before that it was going to go on last, and then it was like that day when it started. I went, oh, you know what? This is going to be another one of their things because it's obviously it's you know, yeah, but I I honestly didn't think a thing of it until that day. Well, but they, it, they, once it happened, it made yeah, it, it gave me chills. And they I'll, owned I'll up to it. They owned up to the night, and they they made you they they made everything perfect. They made it excited yep. for night two. Let's go on to night two. So night two, you know, um, do we have to? Yeah, because there was a, there was a three really good matches in night two. Um, one being you talked about earlier, KO versus Sheamus. I mean, I'm sorry, KO versus uh, uh, Sami Sami Zayn. It was a phenomenal. It was it was uh, great match. Yeah. Fight forever type of moment. Still, it was great. Loved it. I, that, I want them to f- let them wrestle again. But just think about it. Those and then I looked about this. I watched. When I was watching that match. I got to thinking about this. Two best friends grew up together in the business together, you know, dreamed of doing this stuff. And, yes, they've done this stuff in WB for a while, and they've had these great ma- matches, but now they got to do it at WrestleMania. Yeah. That is where they want it to. So regardless of where their career goes from now on, they got to accomplish a dream. Just like Matt Cardona talks about, he got to get the IC title at WrestleMania. No matter what, it's always – no one can take that from him. No Which they were can- both in that match, too. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. No right. one can take this right. Yeah, I know, but no one can take this moment from them, one on one, against right. each other in this main event spot, and having one of the best matches, not only the whole weekend of the night, but of the whole weekend. You know what I mean? So that was yeah. great. And then Sheamus and uh, Matt Riddle. I, I heard a lot great. of people bashing that match. I li- I liked that it, match a lot. I don't understand. It was great. Why would you? Anytime Matt Riddle gets his butt kicked, I I love it. And just to go back just a second. The only thing that disappointed me about Owens versus Zane is that Kevin didn't get to jump from off of the top of the, the pirate ship. The boat. I thought the to. same thing. Yeah. That, that's well, I thought somebody was going to steal it that. from him. Yeah. I, and, and had uh, old spice not taken the whole like 24 seven gimmick as their, you know, their commercial. Like I, sure. I thought for sure somebody was getting pinned on that boat for the 24 seven title. Um, and then, um, and then basically the main event, the triple threat match for the, for the universal title, Wow, what a storytelling. What I mean, the storytelling in that match was so wild, so spot on between Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman Reigns. You know what I love? You know what I love? I love, love, love this. Is that in this world where kayfabe, let's face it, kayfabe's dead, right? Yeah. So you're, you cannot. Sort of. Sort of. You cannot work work the marks like you used to. You just can't. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. However, there is a new batch of marks, (laughs) the people that in the past, you know, you were trying to work and it, it is the internet community. It is the smart fans. It is several people who think they know the way things should go or they want things to go. And then when it's all over and they hate the way that it was booked and they say, well, this booking was awful. This is the worst booking ever. That is the new heat. That's the new heat. And that that's and, and to book that way is almost smarter than anything that's ever happened before. Yep. Because the people that I saw just going, 
well, how in the world are you going to bring Edge back last year? And he comes back from this and then, you know, and then you, then you don't let him win or, you know, this might be Daniel Bryan's last time and, you know, he doesn't win and Roman Reigns is going to keep that title and pin them both and just, just disrespect two legends like that. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's what's going to happen. You know why? Eat, eat. That's why I love it. I love it. When you, yeah, I, I love the, yeah, I love the, yeah, I love the main event as well. Uh, I never thought I'd I'd enjoy Roman Reigns as much as I have the last year, however long it's been. Uh, which night was Cesaro and Rollins? Was that night one or two? Night one. Okay, yeah, so that was that, that was another that was, real, that was another really good match. Yeah. yeah. So that, that just attests to what we said at the beginning about night one being because I don't remember any other matches from night two. I know the tag team women's tag team title match was on night two, but what Oscar and Rhea? Oscar and Rhea was a good match. Um, uh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Do it. I, I do not like the fact that one of them's fine, but they, and, and I know we kind of seen on NXT a couple nights later, you see all the women's champions gathering in the ring together. Now Bianca and Rhea. And again, I, if you're going to have to only give one of them the championship at Mania, Bianca was the one that should have got it. But now these, the, what's their future going to be? Just how many times they lose the title, there's they don't have the yeah. and even with Bailey, WWE screwed it up because they let her chase it for just a little bit and then gave it to her. Like, we need more. That's what fueled us when we were younger watching Steamboat chase the Intercontinental title, watch Savage make his way up the ranks and then go for the heavyweight title, just things like that. I think that it was just super predictable that they were going to bring the, the, the new people up. Uh, Bianca had only been on the main roster for for three and a half months. Rhea had only been there for about two weeks. And now you don't have anything for them to build towards. So that was my only gripe with that whole situation. But yeah. Uh, Fair. I understand I, that. Yeah. So. So I don't remember any of the other matches that happened night two. That wasn't all of them, but I don't, I don't remember them. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it's just was one of those things where it wasn't, um, you know, unfortunately, there wasn't they. There were, oh, were fillers. We didn't. We didn't even man, mention Randy and the Fiend. <laughs> there you go. I thought. Look, I thought the spectacular, the spectacle, spectacle. How, how you say the word? Spe- it was. It was awesome. The spectacle. <laughs> spectacle. Thank you. Yes. The spectacle of that match, I thought, was great. Yes. And it did what it was supposed to do. Now I've saw reports where the finish got changed the day of or whatever. I don't know. It, it, it's it's fine. It, it it I liked I liked the theatrical part of it and everything. I, I was fine with it. It didn't bother. Me. I just can't believe they let Billy Kay go just so Alexa could have a doll in the playhouse. That didn't <laughs> seem like a fair trade off to me. Man, they picked up the option on the doll's contract and let. Billy go. That's just ridiculous, but whatever. I will say this: the coolest feature, like I, I did, like the the uh, what is it? The alternate reality, or what? What is, what is the augmented reality of the big yeah. pirate? You know, skeleton and, and stuff like that. And the uh, I loved the drones, and they didn't even mention them. Like you just see them. And you thought it yeah. might be part of the augmented reality, but I had seen people taking pictures of it and posting to Twitter. They had the the crazy drone like sculptures in the air, and mm-hmm. they, they didn't even mention it on the, on the entire broadcast. And I thought that was a cool effect. 
And uh, and here's the one thing that really bugged me, and I know they got to reset every now and then, and they've always done it, but they reset during every match. They take that wide shot, and Michael Cole or whoever it was, well, it was always Michael Cole, I guess, would always be like, we are live at Raymond James Stadium. It is WrestleMania Sunday or Saturday or whatever it is, and they take that big wide shot that during every match in the middle of action. It's like, do we have to reset every time? Come on, guys. Right. I guess for anybody on Peacock that was just like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> so did we uh, I want to pose one last question and I'll shut up, Daniel. May, probably not, but still. Uh did we see the full transformation of Sister Abigail? Uh, I have no idea. Because the, the the way that I saw it, and obviously everybody sees it a different way. When the fiend was set on fire, that power transferred over to her. When he came back, the power transferred back to him. And it almost appeared as if she took control. She was almost like the Undertaker's urn. It may- and then you saw the black ink run down her face. To me, I think that signified the full transformation of her into her alter ego, Sister Abigail. Maybe I'm reading too much into hey. it. Well, at least they explained it on Raw. No, they didn't. <laughs> so, um, not even a little. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure on that, but it, but I do want to give a shout out though, to our sponsors, Calling Airbowl. That's right. But you go to callingairbowlbrand.com, use promo code Ringside, all capital letters. You save ten percent if you help the Ringside podcast out. Best wrestling apparel there is today, callingairbowlbrand.com. Promo code Ringside. Also, we might be, you know, there's a, there's a new uh, clothing line out there that's that's in, that's already had a conversation with us about being sponsors. So or you know, and and doing something with them. So we have no we have no no shame. We'll 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 take Tower Nebo, we'll promote, you know, another company and I mean I promote my ProWrestlingTees.com slash Daniel Spencer too as well. So, you know, we we have no shame in uh, promoting stuff. Right? That's right. right. Yeah, when you go to OVW and you buy tickets, use promo code Ringside, you save there too as well. We have no we have no shame in promoting no and saving money. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's right. All right. Hell yeah. All right, any final thoughts before we go? Well, just wish the best to all of the uh, the released superstars, and uh, they will all be all right. They'll all find a place to land, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a sad day, but really, you know, a lot of these guys might end up, as a lot of people has for release last year, I keep saying, you know, guys, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And it's hard not to – it's easy to say that now for those guys because a lot of those guys bounce back. But I get it's, it's a lot of them are rough going through some rough – like thinking, oh, no, what am I going to do in the next – you know, after these 90 days are up and things like that. But there are – luckily today, there are other companies out there that are thriving. You have Impact. You have AEW. You have ROH. I forgot about that. NWA. You have them. You, you've got OVW. You've got all these places that are open, open the doors, and can take these, take people, and and uh, take and have opportunities. So, it's still the be a, still be a chance to get a job, even if you think there's no way. And the Indies will Jose. be back by ninety days for by that time. Yeah. The Indies will be even yeah. more back than ever, you know, and 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 even getting better and bigger and bigger. Where last year was a little different because of what's happening, but the Indies are, are coming back. So, and then you got New Japan too as well. We forgot about that. Them as well. AAA, you know, all these all these other things and. So, yeah, you never know uh, what the future holds, but I have a feeling it's going to be positive for all of these guys, for sure. Well, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. As always, you can find us all on the podcast avenues, Stitcher, Stitcher Google Play, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or just go to com. And we're also on the Fired Up Network. Download the app and 
um, and uh, you can get us there too. Uh, you can get us all on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. Individual on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. And I am at Eric on the air. All right, guys. All right. Well, um, until next week when we have a guest and we'll announce it ahead of time so you know who it is so Jeremy doesn't freak out. Uh, in the meantime, in between time. Until next time, you can catch us ringside. Hey, it's a good thing Billy K already has her resumes ready. <laughs>